All right, listen, guys, I get it. Many of you are unable to financially support this ministry because you're spending your cash and your lives on raising young children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Praise God for you and that endeavor. However, algorithms are a thing. Shadow banning, sadly, is a thing. And one major way that you can help to expand the reach and effectiveness of this ministry that doesn't cost you a dime is by spending just a few moments leaving us a five-star review. Also, perhaps even more effective than that, you can share our podcast with a friend. We hope you'll take the time to do so. Thank you so much. God bless. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. You know one thing that has messed up some people's eschatology? The overturning of Roe. I've had a lot of people email me and say, I don't know what to do about that. I don't know how to process this because I've been telling everybody for years that everything's just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And Jesus is coming back on Thursday, you know, and, and I've been wrong like a thousand times. But, you know, but I said next Thursday, that'll be the day. And, you know, and, and until he comes back, God has ordained. He has sovereignly determined that things will only ever get worse in the world. Which the only way you could really have that view is, I've said it before, I'll say it again, but that's a a gross misunderstanding of history. The only way that you can have that view is by looking at at a, a small portion of geographically concentrated human history. Right, You have to look at 50 years rather than 2,000, and you have to look at 50 years in America, for instance, the last 50 years here, rather than, rather than 2,000 years across the world. If you look globally, if you look at the world as a whole, and not one isolated state or country or even just Western society and civilization, if you look at the world as a whole, every tribe, tongue, and nation, and not just the last 50 years, but the last 2,000 years, there is an undeniable progression. Undeniable. We have far more Christians today than we had when Jesus ascended to the right hand of the Father. Period. We have longer lifespans today than we had even just 150 years ago. Now, I'm not saying that they're in that, mixed in that is not corruption, perversion, sin. The presence of sin remains. Sin is still on the menu. Right, so, so some of these things that have come that are good are, are also tainted with bad things. Right, so there's modern medicine. Some of it's good. And then some of it's really bad. Some of it's really bad. But I'm saying on the whole, though, if we look at the whole, we can say, okay, well, there were people before where there were only like 13 chemicals that were around in this time, you know, 1940 or whatever it might be. And now that, you know, we have thousands of different chemicals. And I would, I want to push back on that. I would say, I agree. And, and I would have to say I agree because I pastor a, a crunchy church. I've come to learn. And so I need, I need, you know, you guys, if you're going to be on my team, I've got to, I've got to acknowledge some of those things. So I think, yeah, there's way more chemicals. Right, the you know like the, the frogs are turning gay because of the water. You know, so I'm I'm on board. Um, I, I really no, I really do believe there's some there's some wacky stuff going on because there are some corrupt guys. See, the reason that's not hard to believe is you look at like George Soros and Klaus Schwab. It's like yeah, this guy should be cast as as the next Bond villain. These guys are wicked. So so it's not crazy. I, I don't think you know they say the difference between a conspiracy and the truth is three to six months. Right? At least that's the way it's been the last few years. So I, I have no problem saying, yeah, I think there's a problem there. I think that's corrupt there. I think that's for the worst there. But what I'm saying is this. The gospel of Jesus Christ is more powerful than the corruption of Klaus Schwab. 
and it is winning out. And it has been winning out for 2,000 years. And there are dips and spikes along the way. It's not a perfect gradual incline. There are some dips along the way. And I would say Western society as a whole has been experiencing, I would say, probably about a 270 to 300 year dip. So that's, that's a dip. That's a heck of a dip. Right? So I, I don't want to minimize that. Um, and that has come because of faithlessness, forsaking the Lord, apostasy, right? America is like, well, is America really a Christian nation? I would say uh, it was. It was, right? That the goal is to make America Christian again, because that was our founding. Despite, see, this is the thing. The enemies of God, whenever they win a battle, the first thing that, that, that someone does when they have a victory, when they win a war, they win a particular battle, is they try to, to take control over the history books, they try to rewrite the history. And the truth is that, that our nation was founded on Christ. It was. And, and I'm not just talking about 1776, because that, that's not necessarily our brightest year. Uh, but, but for about 150 years before 1776, we had colonies. Before, before we ultimately became a nation in terms of states and a union, we had colonies, and uh, uh, the vast majority of the colonies were distinctly, by their own public confession, they were Christian and not theist. Not just there's some kind of God up there. No, I'm talking about uh, public confessions of covenant to the triune God. Period. And the only reason why even some of our federal documents deny the idea, you know, it looks like, uh, well, separation of church and state, that's because they didn't want a federal church because that would conflict with state churches, right? Doug Wilson uses this, and now, you know, it's like you can have, you know, the, the, the national bird and, and the state bird, right? Mockingbird and, and bald eagle, and uh, you're not going to have anybody fight wars over that. Right. Nobody's going to be like, you know, like mockingbird, you know, like storm the White House. You know, that's not going to you're not going to have January 6 happen. You know, if I don't know how bad it actually was, we'll never know because they're all without trial in prison and never getting out. But let's just say January 6 was as bad as CNN tells us. I don't think it was good, but I also don't think it was as bad. But let's say it was uh, you're not going to have something like that happen uh, over over birds. It's just not going to happen. Um, but you would have something like that happen if you're a Reformed Baptist in Texas and the national church is Presbyterianism and anybody who is neglecting or, or depriving infants of baptism is thrown in jail. That, that'll get you a war. That, that, that's, that's something worth fighting over. And we've seen some of those kinds of things in history before. So the point is this. Guys who win the battle, especially when the enemies of God win a battle, they're not going to win the war. They're not winning the war, but occasionally they win battles, and occasionally they win big battles, and even a string, a combination of multiple victories in battles, even for 300 years, as we've seen in the West. And when that occurs, they try to rewrite the history books. Uh, but the history is clear. When it comes to Western civilization, it is not that we want to make it Christian. We want to make it Christian again. It has only been so successful because it was Christian. It is only because of the triune God and the principles of the word of God that Western civilization has been the blessing, the, the, the worldwide benevolent blessing that it has been. And everyone wants to rewrite the history books and talk about colonization and how mean we were. That's not true. And it wasn't that long ago that you were taught the truth. I remember being even in public school in junior high just 20 years ago being taught about the Karankawa Indians that didn't live that far away, 
right? In like Matagorda County where I grew up, they lived on the Gulf Coast and they ate each other. And the big bad white man came in and said, stop eating each other. And he's bad? No. Mm -mm. No, sir. That's not history. That's not true. That's not to say that Western civilization didn't do bad things, but I'm saying overall it was a benevolent force. With corruption in play, just like modern medicine, there's corruption in play, but I'm talking about overall wins, overall victories. And this is what we see. Christopher Columbus, right? Everybody wants to get rid of him. He's, he's so bad. No, you, you don't know history. You don't know history. This is a benevolent force that God used in his mercy to accomplish global good. And here's the only reason why. Because of the grace of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Another Wilson-ism. He said, you know, white people, before the gospel took hold in Western civilization, we are painting our faces blue and going and decimating cities and cultures. So there's nothing inherent about race. It's not like, you know, white people have been good because they're white. No, white people have have been plenty sinful, but in the grace of God, because of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Western civilization has, over the last 500 years, done some immense good, and even really a 1,000 years of Christendom, if we start with King Alfred, and we start with common law, which directly came from Deuteronomy and Leviticus and multiple Old Testament uh, texts, and that was used as a foundation for our case law system that we have in our nation today and other many other Western societies. This thousand-year reign of Christendom that is on a decline right now, the the sun is setting on the western, uh, this phase of Christendom. That's not to say that Jesus is coming back on Thursday and that the setting sun will be the final chapter. That's to say that the sun is setting on one chapter and the sun, I believe, in the providence of God will rise even hotter and brighter with Christendom 2.0. And who knows, the way things that are going right now, I would be willing to bet that it's probably going to be uh, some nations, either Asian nations or African nations. And, and if America doesn't repent, you've heard me say it before, I'll say it again, if we don't repent, I believe in 100 and 150 years from now, there'll be commercials with different TV programs in Uganda that says just for $1 a day, you can, you can feed a poor little white kid. Because it's not about skin, it's about the word of God. And any nation that fears the Lord, the Bible explicitly says this, the nation, not just individual, the Bible says the nation that fears the Lord will be exalted. And the nation that rejects the Lord, so we are not a non-Christian nation, we are a nation in covenant with God currently committing apostasy. That's where we are. And the nation that fears the Lord will be exalted, and the nation that apostatizes from the Lord will be brought low. And that's what we're experiencing. And we're either gonna, we're either gonna pull out of this, this nosedive by the grace of God, and if we pull out, it won't be through Christless conservatism. If we pull out, it'll be because of repentance and confession of sin. In the name of Jesus, not a higher being, not some kind of generic, ethereal, ambiguous, you know, commitment to transcendent truth. That's not enough. That will not work. It's going to be distinctly Christian. Because the God of truth and the Father of lights from whom all good gifts come from, he has a name. And there is one way to the Father. 
No one has ever known the Father or seen the Father but the Son and those he chooses to reveal him to. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And there is no salvation in heaven or under heaven but by the name of Jesus. And America and Canada and New Zealand and everybody else, if they want the blessing of God, will have to repent and they will have to use the name of God. It must be distinctly Christian. And maybe we pull out and maybe we don't. But if we don't and we collapse under the judgment of God, which we are currently under as apostates, national apostates, if we are entirely and ultimately judged by God and decimated, it will not be. It'll be a great battle lost. It will not be, though, the end of the war. God right now is raising new recruits. You've got Conrad Mbewe and Vodi Bakum. Their eschatology is wrong, but they, unknown to them, in the irony of God, are raising recruits right now to take over as soon as the West loses, if we lose. And all of a sudden, you're going to have places like Zambia that are a fortress for the next wave of Christendom. Praise God. Thanks so much for listening, but real quick. Before you go, do us a small favor, take a moment, and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly the best way that you can help us get this biblically faithful content to as many people as possible. Thanks so much.